yeah why do you why did you put yourself in that situation what if he understood what personality type you were and he manipulated everything so that you would gravitate towards him there's a big difference between likable and sympathetic it means what you think it means but the the point is that everything you, you said you found him sympathetic and I'm sure that this person projected that kind of personality at the beginning but this is not a sympathetic person yeah, f- yeah flowers are sensitive right my computer is sensitive um, <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, okay, he, maybe he has sensitivity, but he doesn't have vulnerability. Because vulnerability, your, your sensitivity is your vulnerability, which is actually your strength. Every vulnerability that we have is a strength. It's not a weakness, it's a strength. Because the more vulnerable you can make yourself, the more open you are to uh, positive expectations and experiences in the future. You just told me that he's a liar. That's not an open and sensitive person. Liars are not open and sensitive. He's not telling you everything for you, for your benefit. He's telling you everything to destroy you. Because this information is destructive. This information is a bomb. I said it's a grenade. Yeah, this this information, if you tell anyone, the world will explode. People will be really angry with you. This is really dangerous. It's like telling you about a crime. You could go to prison. You know, what if you go to his partner and say, oh, did you know blah, 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 and the partner turns around and blames you for everything. Why did you tell me this? Blah, if you didn't tell me, blah, you know. What if there's an argument? What if there's a fight? What if somebody picks up a knife and stabs you or something? I don't know. I'm just imagining the worst of the worst case scenario, but it's not good. Right, the person is not, this is not an open, someone who tells you everything is not open, they're desperate. And you are the toilet that he's shitting down. And that's not good. (laughs) Uh, Oh my God. There's, it's, okay, our ability to judge people. Um, the skill is called discernment. Discernment, the ability to make the correct judgment. And by correct judgment, I would describe that as a scientific understanding of the situation based on evidence, not just, I feel this way about something. Yeah, so we're talking about facts, not feelings. And there's a whole argument that feelings are facts as well, but let's, I, facts, we know are real and we can clarify because there is evidence. Feelings are less tangible and more complex. So um, this person 
understands how you will feel and how they will feel if they share the information. They know it is a burden and a pressure on you and a problem for you, and they know that they themselves will feel slightly better. So they're just, as you said, taking all of their problems and they're putting it on you. Um, you know, like, like confession in the church, right? The person goes into the priest and talks about all the bad things they, they did. I'm a sinner. I did this and this and this and this and this. And then they get on with their lives. So um, this this person is confessing dangerous, inform- life-changing information, life and death information to you. The same way that last week somebody called you with a confession of life and death information. These people are not helping you <laughs> in any way. These are, yeah, like, how many, how many people can we carry? How many people can we support? How many people can we save? I don't know about everybody. Like, I'm lucky if I can save myself, right? <laughs> right? You know, the, the Bible will say we're all sinners, right? <laughs> mm. I'm, I'm lucky if I can save myself. You know, I work on saving my partner, my family, my kids, helping my clients, etc. But I'm lucky if I can save myself in the bigger picture. So, um, it's these these are these are broken people, and not only are, they're broken in the sense that they they they're sharp. The pieces of these people are sharp. They will cut you. And that's and, and and that's not good because they're not gonna they're not gonna be there to help you or heal you. They're not gonna be there at all. They're uh, just dumping their data and 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 moving on. And this ability to to judge people called discernment is it's got to be in the top five absolutely essential skills that a human being needs to have. It's got to be in the top five, discernment. This ability to, it's its the ability that—that that is taught to people like policemen and firemen, where the fireman gets to the building and the building is burning and the fireman has to think, is the building going to fall down or can I run in and get all the people out and what's the safest way? And, you know, to, to instantly make that, command presence judgment about what's safe and what's right and to realize you might even be wrong and die in the process but still do the right thing and that that skill of discernment is absolutely necessary for life because it will lead us to gravitate towards the right people and away from the wrong people and as is my experience in life in general, there's more wrong people than there are right people. Like in a room of 30 people, you might find two or three that really tune in on the same frequency and wavelength as you. And and even then, it's still, it's still complex. And we, we all make wrong judgments about the characters of people. I've I've done it constantly because through my life because we never at the beginning we never have enough information right and 
you talked about judgment. Well, what about your judgment? That's that's terrible judgment. That's absolutely terrible. And you're worried about the student's judgment of you? You need to correct your own judgment first before you can correct or criticize anybody else's. I was, I took my son to football training last week. And the football training is in a big sports hall. And um, the children were training in the big sport. It's football training and they're kicking balls around and playing a little game of football. And some of the parents are there sitting at the side and they're watching the game. And one of the parents was sitting at the side and he was, yeah, yeah. the stupid people are always the loudest people, right? It's one of those crazy rules of our life, right? This, the, the loudest person in the room always knows the least amount of information. As he always, like 99% of the time. And so this parent was sitting at the side and the parent was, oh my God, my, I can't remember his son's name. It was like Peter or something. Peter, P- Peter, stop complaining. Get on with it. Get back out there. Get back in the game. Stop moaning about it. Stop complaining. Get on with it. Get back out there. Get in the game. And the parent was, we had no idea that the parent was complaining. He was complaining. He was moaning about his son moaning. And all I could think was, listen to yourself. Your son is just doing exactly the same as you're doing. He's like, I told my son not to moan and complain about it. He's moaning and complaining. Get back in there, get in the game. And I was... And nobody's perfect, so we're all guilty of this. Like, I see myself doing things that I tell my son not to do, right? Uh, Very frustrating, very annoying, very hard. (laughs) But we need that element of self-reflection. And so you're frustrated about your students judging you because you know that your judgment of people needs to be corrected. Respect requires judgment. 